Welcome to the rest of the season, the end of the season. We're there pretty much. We're, uh, we're, we're living. We're, Dave, we, we, at this point, can we just fast forward to uh, race 23 and I think we just call us what we might. Up. We might make these uh, quarterly podcasts at this point. <laughs> Actually, it might be a good idea. Um, well, this is episode 20 of the Big Friendos. Formula One with Vic Friendos. We're here talking about, obviously, some Formula One. I got Danny and Drew here. Um, how you boys feeling? Great. I'm good. I'm happy Drew's back. Yeah, finally. And we're doing, uh, me and Danny <laughs> aren't fucking sad, sad alone here talking about, <laughs> so serious about Formula One, just talking about this shit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, here, I'm, here as the, I'm here as the personality hire. Comedic <laughs> relief. Yeah. Well, that's good. We got a very exciting uh, Drew-sponsored segment coming up later. But um, until then, we were kind of trying to come up with uh, what we we're going to be talking about today. And I was saying, I don't even really want to talk about these two races that happened because, well, yeah, they were pretty depressing, I guess, especially if uh, you're a Ferrari fan, such as me, Charles fan. But um, I, I don't think you can even argue that they're particularly good races either way. Danny, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, they weren't super great. I, I guess like Jetta was a little bit more exciting because Max's car blew up during qualifying. So he had to start in the back, but then it was like just a matter of time. That's still pretty mid though. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean, also that and he also got like the safety car too. That kind of helped him out quite a bit too. So it's not like he passed all the way up to second. Yeah. Um. But I don't know, from a Mercedes standpoint and as a Russell standpoint, I think Jetta was pretty exciting because like throughout the entire weekend, it looked like George was just slightly above Lewis, which is kind of crazy. I didn't think there'd be a, a weekend where he would, I think they'd be going back a lot and forth, back and forth a lot more. Um, but it's like throughout qualifying and then the race too, he's still in front of him. Um, so that was exciting. It was good to see. And then he got the podium, got it taken away, <laughs> got it again, whatever, all that bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was wild. That was wild. Yeah, that was funny. It's crazy that, like, across sports, like, just refereeing and, like, you know, it's just, like, <laughs> getting shit on so much Hated. across sports. Yeah. Like, the past, what, like, that, two years. What's that saying? Uh, music or whatever is an international language or some, some shit like that, right? Some stupid saying. <laughs> Same thing. Bad refereeing is an international one. <laughs> right. Right. 100%. Soccer, football, college basketball has been awful. The March Madness refereeing is yeah. Been yeah. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think uh, it's definitely interesting that there's been two races and there's been two grid spot lineup penalties in yeah, a row. Yeah, they need to show that. And, like, to be fair, and, like, to be, I think it's a new thing this year, right? That it's, like, you can't be on the left or right uh, anymore. I think I before know. it didn't matter as much, hmm. but... Now they're like really enforcing it, hmm. and like maybe the drivers. I don't know. Alonso is like way over, so that's fair. But I'm assuming I don't know, Ocon seems a little close. I don't know. I but Ocon's like know. Ocon's is so funny because his just compounded so hard <laughs> <laughs> that he had like he moved he like lined up six inches too far to the left or something, and then he ended up having to drop out of the race entirely because he just didn't know how to serve a penalty. That that shit was so funny. Yeah. Well, talk about talking about like not even racing these past two races let's talk about uh mclaren real quick which is kind of <laughs> a topic i wanted to bring up because 
low-key, did Oscar Piastri fuck up going to McLaren instead of staying with Alpine, getting a seat at Williams for this year, which is debatably better than McLaren, a McLaren seat, and then being still part of the Alpine program and being in an Alpine car maybe down the line, which kind of crazy to even like like a Williams be, a Williams right. being better than McLaren like already is ridiculous. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, that's crazy. Right. Well, it's also like if he stayed at Alpine, what would the driver lineup look like? Would Gasly still be at AlphaTauri? Probably um, right. I'd assume, yeah, because they wouldn't they wouldn't bring in DeVries then, anyways. Surely it'd just be the same. Well, maybe they would but, still pick yeah. up Gasly. I don't know because they would be putting Piastri and Williams, anyways, and then maybe if they choose whoever. No, Piastri was, was going to Alpine. No, no, no. They were going to put him in a Williams for a year or whatever. How many years? Were they really? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's this whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Because oh fuck that. No, nah, I think it's a good thing he went to McLaren. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Will the, the, ce- the ceiling the ceiling for McLaren is way higher than it is for Williams. Yeah, Williams, like this wise. is the same thing for like for like AlphaTauri versus Red Bull. Like they're always going to be slower, and Williams is always going to be slower than Mercedes. Okay, like, that's just kind of how it is. But McLaren is kind of like they're i guess they're like direct competitors with them but yeah in the past few years they've been faster but there's no way to know that they're going to be shitty this year until you start driving but also there's it's kind of hard to say yeah i mean mclaren obviously has way more money than williams but i don't know if you could just easily say that they are like you you can't say williams is the AlphaTauri and mclaren is like not on that level because they kind of, they basically are the same they both are like engine buyers and you know I mean, yeah, but I mean, if you look over the last like three years, where's Williams been? So yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you're right. That's kind of where that comes from. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but I mean, Williams has looked really good this year. Yeah. So it's been like very surprising how fast they've been. I'm just saying. And fortunes change. Our American yeah. man's. Yeah. Yeah. Sergeant's looking real good. Yeah. So. And so I was just thinking about that too. Sergeant Loki might have a better seat than Piastri, which is just the most unlucky thing for Piastri like that sucks yeah, yeah crazy 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 unlucky that he had to sit out yeah. last year and then got put in a shit mclaren car but yeah yeah but even with him being on mclaren i think it's uh it'll be fun to see through the year how him and like lando are racing because i think lando's a pretty solid benchmark for any driver to like compare themselves to mm-hmm. um and it was a bit closer this year they're kind of racing each other at the back of the field so it's not I really mean, they barely even fucking race exciting. these first two races yeah right and i i do just want to point out cam said that lando wasn't going to pass anyone in the first two and he passed one person and it was Ocon after he pit for yeah, the third time that is, that's crazy was, wasn't there like a and safety then, car and then he was on like yeah. your tires or something it, yeah 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 because no because of himself being wrong though, that one. right well because they had a they had that hydraulic issue at Bahrain, so they had to keep hitting and like had to keep like i don't know if it's air pressure or whatever it was yeah. they had to keep doing something to the car and so he came out on fresh softs like right behind Ocon <laughs> and passed him and the two laps two laps later Ocon like retired because he was so far behind the field. I was like, that counts. That barely him. counts. Him barely counts. <laughs> that barely counts. Passes the pass. That's Third crazy. Record book. That barely counts. <laughs> but honestly, he may have had other passes too, but I didn't really they didn't really show McLaren as much at all on TV. Yeah. Um, which I mean to be fair, like they probably shouldn't be because it's no. not very exciting. But um yeah, so I don't know if there were any. That may have been the only one. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I know he let Oscar buy because his team told him to, but that's about it. 
Yeah. Well, okay. So the next thing I wanted to bring up real quick is, well, let's talk, let's talk about Red Bull first. I think it was it before the second race. I think George was saying that, I don't know if he said Max or he said Red Bull is going to win every race this year. But what do you think? Do you think Red Bull is going to win every race this year still? I mean, if they're if they don't double DNF, I think it's going to be pretty likely. At least for the first half of the year, I think for sure they got unlocked. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, I to add to this, so I was looking at bets earlier today, right? Uh-huh. And this is just crazy because this was not a thing last year. So there's outright betting where you can bet the entire grid who's going to win. Uh-huh. Um, as you would expect, Max Verstappen, Red Bull favored. There is now a category called betting without Max Verstappen. <laughs> they give you odds on who's going to finish next after Max Verstappen. That's actually and genius. With Sergio and then just goes down and the odds are so different. That's like, actually those genius. Those are actually like normal odds that you would expect to see on a grid. I'm looking at the one with just Max Verstappen in it. He's at minus 310 and then it jumps to plus 500 Jesus. and then plus like 750 and then by the time you get to lance stroll it's plus 10,000 oh everyone God. else is plus 20 000. holy shit minus 310 is crazy that's so bad so i will say crazy. yeah as i also want to point out i know lewis was he he wanted to i can't believe lewis actually said this actually dumb shit ever coming from <laughs> lewis but he said that that red bull is the fastest formula one car like oh, ever yeah that's wild and like I, I mean, maybe we just go back to like 2014, 2013 Mercedes area when they were, I watched a race, they were lapping two and a half seconds a lap faster than every other car. Yeah, That's yeah. insane. Two and a half seconds a lap. And it was him and Rosberg, like 45 <laughs> seconds up the road from everybody else. And now it's a little hypocritical. At but... I saw a post that it was like, uh, it was about, it was Rosberg and Hamilton. I think it was like 15 or 16, uh, 2015 or 2016. And it was a, a post about um, a safety car, like during the middle of the race. And then after like three laps after the safety car came in, they were like 14 yeah, seconds yeah. ahead of fucking third place. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to say like the car's pace itself is right, like right. that the fastest ever, like comparatively, like if you were to put that old Mercedes versus this Red Bull, like that Red Bull would probably win. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what he's saying, but. As far as dominance, it's like not even close. Yeah. It's really not even comparable. No, I, t- I did take it as him talking about them comparatively, like, you know. Yeah, like to the track field time kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. So I thought I that mean, was did, funny, did but... he say that after Verstappen just came back from whatever grid position he was at and it was just like flying past people and then flew past him and he's like, holy shit, this is a fast car or something like that? Like on the mic. Yeah. I think it was that Jetto and he. It's yeah. part of that DRS pass that he yeah. had on him. It's like literally going like 20 miles an hour faster. Like, <laughs> literally. So boring. Holy shit. Like, uh, you know how people say like, you know, they're like they're going to let him pass because it's like not their race. Like that is. Yeah. Like the, think about how like counterintuitive that is actually for Max because literally no one can say that like he, he's no a part race. of it. Yeah. Right. So, but by <laughs> saying that he like doesn't he, it's even more so not part of the race because you know they're like yeah, saying they're just letting it right yeah. you know what i mean self-fulfilling prophecy yeah exactly well it was it was crazy after the um max passed lewis um on that drs he got that drs going down the main straight right after and max still pulled more of a gap on him even though lewis had the drs right behind him in mm-hmm. the slipstream he still pulled away from him which is insane that's so nuts yeah and it's like okay well he's he's gone forever now like you'll never see him again but 
yeah, it was pretty interesting. But I think the only good thing from this is the now the drama between Perez and Max, which is getting a little bit more spicy. I mean, um, it's not going to be for long. No. And I know this too. Yeah, okay, we've, we've already talked about this. Like yeah. Max is going to probably, it's going to be the same thing as last year where it's like, oh, there's hype building around it. And then he's going to end up winning a championship by like 300 points or something. So it's not even going to be close. But um, that last lap was super funny when he was, Max was like, oh, what's the fastest lap? I said, oh, we're not worried about that. And he said, I am. And so then he went for it and then got it on the last lap. Yeah. And is all salty about it. And the cool down yeah, room, the cool down room so was so awkward. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. Yeah. But now Max is up by a point. So that point actually matters pretty significantly. So we'll see. Well, the other thing I wanted to bring up, well, basically, since we talked about Red Bull, do we think... Alonzo is going to get P3 in the championship based on two races, obviously, only. But, I mean, I don't know what his competition is for P3. Obviously, he's going to be way faster than Lance at every race. And I think the Mercedes, I guess, is his competition, which is kind of right. crazy. Right, I mean, say. yeah. Like, I think George and Lewis were, like, what, four and a half seconds behind them or something yeah. after Jetta. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I'm honestly really hoping that Mercedes brings a car to whatever round, like Spain or whatever, they bring in their new car. Mm. And it's like a fucking rocket ship. Yeah. Like, it's actually insanely, like, even how far Red Bull is to everyone else, it's like they're that far ahead of Red Bull again <laughs> or something, just to make it like crazy, like the comes that down to the last insane. race kind of thing. Yeah. But there's no chance. <laughs> there's no way, dude. Yeah, maybe not. I don't see much. that happening in a million years. The, um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh yeah. We were talking about it in the... Um, I was re-listening to the, the last episode we did. And uh, we were talking about... Or you said specifically, you're like, I'd be super hyped if Alonso even got uh, P6 like any time during the year. P6 or higher any time during the year. It's just so funny that he already has two podiums in that the first two races, which is pretty yeah. high. Yeah. I was just was like, I was not part of the hype train for the... Yeah. Well, we were. Like I the, mean, like... But like... Yeah. I mean... More than last year. Yeah. I mean, comparatively, like, P6 right. compared to last year is, like, huge. Like, right. that would have been a really good result the entire year if they got that. But, yeah. I mean, I also think it's funny that they're, like, just using Red Bull's car and it's that much faster. <laughs> it's like, okay, every, surely everyone just does that and then goes from there. Like, I don't know. I feel like they found the formula to do it, you know? Yeah, I hope, I hope that's what Mercedes does this year. Yeah. And it would be hilarious. It would be hilarious if everyone did it. I mean, like everyone showed up with the same car. That'd yeah. be so sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't so did someone on Mercedes say that? They were like, we don't care if we show up with a car. Was... Yeah, yeah. And he's like, we don't care if we show up with a car that looks exactly like Red Bull as long as we win. Yeah. So, right. True. I mean, it's good. Mean, yeah, they shouldn't have shame about that. That's just the meta, honestly. So, like, isn't that, isn't that what Force India did? Uh, like to the Mercedes car oh, like yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like the same kind of thing. The pink Mercedes. Everyone's like, oh, like they just, yeah, the pink Mercedes. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're just copying them. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're winning every race. Why wouldn't we? That's yeah. so funny. That's the same team. I mean, basically as Aston. I mean, a little bit different, but I mean, the same. Same ownership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As Aston. Yeah. The same thing yeah. Red Bull, which is funny. Um, what else? Oh, there's something else I wanted to bring up that we were talking about in the last episode. Like a driver specific? Can't remember. So whatever. Um, <laughs> the other thing, I guess, 
we're joking about just turning this into a Formula Two podcast, which uh, we still might do because uh, <laughs> the season. We'll see how it's so good. Depressing. It's so sick. Yeah, compared yeah. to compared to this Formula One season, Formula Two is just absolutely bonkers. It's all the drivers there are so good, but um, I definitely want to talk about that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we could do a separate episode about Formula Two. Um, at some we point. can throw some stuff at the end of this too. We can yeah. See. Once we get through everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Dan, you want to bring in the uh, Latifi Award then? Yes. So, all right. Latifi Award, for anyone that doesn't know, is basically anyone that either spins, crashes into somebody, like is part of an incident, it's their fault, or like just generally like fucking up during practice, quality, or the race, uh, you'll get one tick on your name, and I'm keeping track throughout the year uh, <laughs> to see who is the most Latifi-like for 2023, I guess. He's got the receipts. Uh, I've got, I'm keeping legit receipts on my phone. <laughs> they'll be on here until November, so they'll be here. So, all right, before I go through and read these, you guys have any predictions oh. on who it is? Um, hold on, I got to think back. I guess, oh, um, probably DeVry, I would assume. Because he, he's the only one that I can remember how to spin at some point, right? But I think they're... I can't remember. I don't, I don't know if anyone had multiple. Take, just take a guess, Drew. Just take a guess. <laughs> Gasly, because I don't like him. <laughs> Fair enough. My guess is DeVry. Um, oh, I should actually add one now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, last minute math. What the? Yo, hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't mad, affect the winner. Mad reffing, <laughs> even if you would keep you away. <laughs> Dude, relax. All right. Recount. So I want to recount. There. I just did it myself. Still the same. Yeah, it's all up to me, anyways. Um. So I'll list. So there's a lot of people with zero, obviously. Okay. And then those with one incident. Science is one. He spun in FP one, I think, at Bahrain. Oh yeah. Um, Lando has one. I think he spun off at some point too, like during the race. Mm. Um, Alonzo has one. Ocon has one. I should, I could really make that more if I wanted to. That's for the first race penalty, not knowing how to serve his shit. Uh, Speeding in the pit lane. I think just all of that together accounts for one. I agree. I think that whole race is just kind of in hell. I agree. Um, that was the one I just added and I was like, oh, I didn't put one for that. That makes sense. Um, DeVries has one for that spin. Oh, okay. Um, Sargent has one oh, for... Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he spun yeah, in quality, or something right? in quality, right? Yeah. yeah. And so the winner this week is Sonoda with two. What? And and they both came at Jeddah during uh, the practice sessions. He was like just sitting on the racing line going like 20 miles an hour while people were flying behind him and you just didn't move and mm. almost caused, caused two different accidents. One oh. with Lewis, one with Joe. Okay, okay. That's probably why I don't so, remember. It wasn't anything like super big, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, it was definitely pretty close. Yeah, and it's like it was like on a straight going into a corner, and yeah. you could like see him for miles coming, and he just like sat there and nice. didn't move. Nice. It's like okay, that's a tick. You get a tick. For that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the leaders right now. I'll uh, I will keep track and for the, the next couple of races. For the record, you had Yuki on the year. Right. I did have Yuki on the year. Right. And my pick, so, K-Mag, has zero, right? He has zero. Oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> I picked K-Mag for the year. Yeah. Do you want to pick someone, Drew? Yeah, yeah. 
Mm. If I could repick, I'd pick DeVries. Or Piastri. Or Sargent. Yeah, I kinda wanna I kinda wanna do Piastri. Ooh. Piastri is zero. Just saying. That's fine. Okay. He's gonna get three. Three in You're going Piastri. Okay. You're going yeah. Piastri. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. nerves, the home the home race nerves yeah. is gonna fuck up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what? Okay. I was listening to um Beyond the Grid and apparently he was saying Piastri was saying in the interview that he started like racing or like whatever his interest in racing by like doing RC car races. That's sick. Yeah. That's so funny. Isn't that crazy? Like, that is crazy. Apparently, he won, like, the, like, national championship in Australia when he was, like, nine years old. He was, like... Oh, he was, like, nasty? That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And then he, like, got... I thought he was just, like, oh, this is kind of fun. Maybe I should try go-karting. Yeah. I know he was, like, legit invested. Yeah, in yeah. Awesome. That was, like, before he got into go-karting, which is pretty crazy. That is hilarious. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else? Do we want to talk about these... Uh, next two races how many races are there until the, the next month let me just check real quick i'm not sure actually f1 schedule this weekend we have uh formula one australia. formula two and formula three yeah, in australia which is exciting oh baku's after let's see. april 30th so there's only two this month okay so for the next two races do we want to talk about <clears throat> either of those specifically australia or baku i don't know there's, there's really yeah i mean i feel like we could do a pull one two three but i feel like it's kind of pointless yeah we could do we could do a one two three for everyone but red bull if we want to do that <laughs> instead that might be more interesting uh pull one two three without max for staff <laughs> uh hey what's it what you would what would you call that uh second place pull and then three four five <laughs> <laughs> so next closest team yeah um okay I'm, I'm down for a quick well actually how about we do this because how about we do who do we think will get the most points in the next two races combined besides someone from red bull i think it's a little more simple like an individual or a team individual individual yeah i like that i like that more <laughs> so besides red bull anyone on red bull who is going to have the most combined points in the next two races. I. What do you think? Off the off the top, obviously my head goes to Alonso. Yeah. Um, I'm going Carlos. Whoa. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, wait, outside of Red Bull, right? Yeah. Outside, yeah. Outside. yeah. No, it's outside of Red Bull. It's just the yeah. it's a bull tick. Yeah. The Ferrari. The Ferrari. I just have zero faith in Ferrari anymore, dude. I'm just depressed inside, and I want them to do bad at this point. <laughs> So, whatever. Wow, after two races? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, that's really a Ferrari fan. That's crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> the sad thing is, bro, I've only been he's a wearing fan. The hat too. He's wearing the fucking hat right now. He's about to burn that shit, bro. I've only been a fan for like three years or like two and a half years now. I can't. I cannot imagine like being a long-term Ferrari fan, dude. Holy like since, shit. Like, imagine becoming a fan when Michael Schumacher was there yeah. and having to stick with them ever since. Oh, my oh. God. I would have lost it by now. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, oh I, I, I'm already saying like you know just fuck this year, dude. Start developing next year's car at this point. Like <laughs> I'm done. I'm this is care. a rebuild year. That's yeah, what call yeah, it. we're it's tanking. Rebuild year. We're tanking. It's fine. Uh, we're tanking for we're tanking for fucking Mbenyama. Honestly, maybe we should <laughs> get him in the car. 
And how long it maybe to take? <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is a off-topic thing, but do you think Charles stays with Ferrari past his contract extension, or does he look for other seats? I think only if I think he looks for other seats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I hope he has the balls to do We're, it. I don't know. I yeah, so. I mean, true, but it's also like the only other two spots you could possibly go are Red Bull or Mercedes if you're in a Ferrari. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he's he's definitely not going to want to go down to some other team that's not going to be competing for races. Like, he wants that championship. But Even Aston, I say, is risky, but I would... Yeah. It's too early to tell for Aston, yeah. I think. But, I mean, if the regulations, like, the how the cars are built stays for a while, like, if they're fast now, they're going to be fast for a while, you know? Yeah. So, I think the interesting part comes when... Um, Lewis decides he wants to hang it up. Then yeah, when that seat opens, one. then I think I think things get pretty interesting because then you got Lando and you also have Ocon too. He's like part of that same Mercedes family. I would take Lando over him, but yeah, he is part of that conversation at least. Sort of. And then you do have Mick Schumacher as a reserve driver. Uh, I don't know if they would make him full time, but uh, no, probably not. But <laughs> no. Um, but then if Charles is looking for a seat, then he might say, oh. I might be done with Ferrari. I don't know. You guys kind of suck over here. Yeah. I could see him. Mercedes. I could see him in Checo's spot or Lewis's spot. But the thing about Lewis is I feel like he's committed now to like winning another championship. I could see him racing for another like 10 years, honestly, until he fucking yeah, wins another right. one. So. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think just for the sake of the sport, I really hope Max and Charles aren't teammates that sounds awful if we if we are already complaining about red bull's dominance <laughs> that would yeah that okay would, but let's just replace checo with charles <laughs> that would at least be that would at least be like a good between teammate the two. battle like yeah, this is this is fair. the worst scenario there's a clear one and two driver in the top team and it's like not close <laughs> yeah. and and the top yeah. team is not close to any other teams it's like the worst yeah. case scenario. it's also like the fact that Max started in 15th and is still leading the championship after two rounds is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. That's also insane. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. So back to the topic. Um, I was, like I was saying, top of the head, I go Alonzo, but I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to say George ends up mm. with the most points in the next two races besides Red Bull. Yeah. That's interesting because that's what I was going to oh, say. Oh, I wonder why. I didn't say it because I, I knew Danny was going to say it. So I was gonna say it. <laughs> that was why I went with Carlos. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I, I got I got to ride the the wave with George for sure. He's been he's been in really good form so far this year. I mean, him and Lewis are it's like a nice edge between them too most of the time. So it'll be pretty close. But if not George, I think Lewis. Yeah. Um, but I think George. I feel like George has a better attitude towards where their car is, where Lewis is just kind of like. Yeah, but what if Mercedes decides shit. to tank? <laughs> I don't know if tanking does anything at that point. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, it kind of well, does. Yeah, actually, it does. Now I think about you it. Get yeah, the they can get more time. development time. Yeah. Holy shit! That actually be. Can you imagine that they just like they retire every race and just don't even go at all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next year they come back with the. That's literal what I'm saying, chip. bro. Ferrari just sweet. needs a tank. That's why I'm thinking they are maybe Loki. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> Um, anyways, let's get the, uh, what if sponsored by Drew segment fired up. So, yeah. So yeah, new, new segment. I'm gonna hope, I'm gonna hope like after we do two or three of these, we get an actual sponsor. Cause I would love to say sponsored by someone. 
Um, and I hope it's a completely outrageous brand. Like I, I don't want to be sponsored by something serious or. You oh, know, you know what? Wait, hold on. Before we move on, Juve, I wanted to bring this up because there's some controversy going on down with your boy right now. Do you see this? What? Uh, this video of Hasbola, like punching his cat. Do you see this? <laughs> What the fuck? What are you talking about? Yeah, okay, so I hope we get sponsored by Hasbulla, but no, I didn't know punch his cat. Wait, what? What was this released? I don't believe the video. I thought it was deep fake. deep fake. It's a deep fake, bro. Hasbulla would never. There's no way. You would never punch a cat. Okay, so allegedly, I mean, it's video evidence. Maybe, I don't know, you know, AI, you never know these days, but he's like he's like he's with his cat and he's like he like pinches his cat's ear and then like hits it as it's like running away people are very up in arms about this i'm just throwing it out mm. there i just want to hear your response no i, I stand with him it's guilty. i stand with the cat abuse fair I i'm mean, not condoning cat or fair. i'm not condoning cat or pet abuse in any way but yeah, we can't trust AI these days. I think it's probably a deep fake or some kind of a setup by the deep state. <laughs> I will say he seemed to have a lot of uh, positive PR lately. Or at least, I don't know, maybe that's just yeah, like my... Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually been in the United States, so that's yeah, why you've okay. been seeing him a lot more. Yeah. Um, he was right. in like I just Vegas. watched the video. He's literally just slapping his cat for no reason. That's it's so random. <laughs> there you go. There it's, you a, go. It's, a different culture. Different culture. it's a different culture. Okay. <laughs> Be respectful. <laughs> okay, anyways, uh, continue, Drew. Please continue. All right, it's a new segment. We're calling it What If. I'm going to throw out a scenario at Danny and Cam and, and Arjun when he gets back too, but it's going to have something to do with F1, but putting the sport in an outrageous situation or setting. So, so this week, I was inspired by our friend Lexi Acosta, um, okay. Take all the F1 drivers out of their cars and throw them in the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, I like that. So, so this this has nothing to do with their driving ability or the car that they're in. You know, like doesn't matter that Red Bull is fast. We're just talking about the people, the drivers here. Okay. So the first question I have, easy: Who has the best chance of winning the Hunger Games? Out of all, I know 20, who has the best chance of losing. Well, don't first death. No, no, no. First, first, best chance of winning. <laughs> yeah, best chance of winning. So, Cam, I'll give you 30 seconds to deliberate and see who you come up with here. Let's see. Off the bat, I want to say Lewis because he has the experience, the pedigree. Uh, he's a fit guy. You know, you see him out there running and surfing. If it's like, if it's any sort of like uh, climate, like, uh, like different climates, I think he would excel in that scenario because. You know, he's on the beaches. He's like, you know, in the snow. I think he does like uh, snowboarding and stuff. So, like, you know, if we're talking about different climates. I think he has an advantage there. Um, the other one that comes to mind. Well, you got you got to stick with one. You got to okay, with okay, one. okay. You get one. Fine. Yeah. All right, then I deliberated and I choose Lewis. I got Lewis. He's old, yeah, but I think he has you know experience is good. Well, I will just call out that saying he has experience is very interesting because we're talking about Hunger Games. I don't really know what that yeah, means. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. By life experience. experience. Life, life, life experience. Okay. Life experience. Right. Okay. Uh, so I think I want to go with Botas. Oh. Because th- he's he's very he's like a very outdoorsy person. He is like lives an active lifestyle. 
I guess if you want to bring experience into it, <laughs> he has life experience as well. Uh, but he's also like a pretty legit biker as well. And he's got insane cardio. He's in really good shape. Okay. Um, and I think in that, in that sense, he'd be a little bit more comfortable, like being in that situation maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd wait, just go with both us. Lewis was also just it, like, I, he was, uh, like training in Antarctica. I mean, come on. That's like, Oh, oh that's a, that's interesting. What does that mean? What is he doing? <laughs> you like push-ups outside? Like, <laughs> like rock fighting polar bears and riding fucking penguins and whales. Like, <laughs> like, like when Rocky went to train in Russia to fight Drago, that's basically the same exact thing that Lewis did, but in Antarctica. He was, he was going on that run like Rocky did, but it was a bunch of penguins behind him besides <laughs> people of Philly. Waddling. <laughs> all right. All right, Danny, we'll, we'll keep it with you here to die first. Who's, who's going to die first in the Hunger Games? Yuki is 100% dying first. There's not a doubt in my mind that Yuki Sonoda is the know, first one man. gone. I don't know. He is, he is teeny tiny. And okay. he is like, I honestly don't think he would hurt a fly. He's like one of the nicest dudes on the grid for sure. Right. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So if it, if it came down the way, he's just getting like stabbed or, or shot or whatever. Just right. I mean, fight back. I'd be between him or Lando, to be honest, because Lando's also really small. But sure. um, Yuki is like... I think he'd be done for. <laughs> Did you? Okay, wait. I forget exactly how the Hunger Games works, but don't they have like sponsorships and shit that like? Yeah, yeah. Determine yeah. their gear. Well, I'm assuming it's a free uh, that's, for all. That's that's that's, a, that's an upcoming question. We'll get okay, to that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, also wait. Also, I want to bring up. Did you guys see the video recently of like someone was like looking? Apparently, there was like a board with like the odds in the movie. For like the winners of the Hunger Games, and <laughs> someone that. was saying how like Rue was like what? seventh There's favorite. No yeah, like yeah. She, she had like way better odds than Katniss and Peeta. She was like seventh favorite, even though she's like this puny little girl. So I'm just saying, don't <laughs> discount Yuki, okay? Because no, okay. their odds were shit. Were you basing this off of the odds you saw in a movie? <laughs> I'm what just talking saying. about. I'm just saying Yuki could hide. He could do this or that. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's small. He can fit in small places. That's that's an advantage, I think. Um. All right. Worst, first to die. That's what we're doing. First to die, not worse first necessarily. First to die. <sighs> first to die. I might have to go with Lando. <clears throat> Sorry, Lando. Same rationale. Cam is, Cam is like a crazy Lando hater. Honestly, every episode, I swear, it's something. I'm not so saying this is just from personal spite. <laughs> I'm not saying that didn't play any contribution to my pick, but I will say, did. if he had to, you know, outrun someone or pass them in any sort of way to, you know, pass someone else to outrun a killer, I think he <laughs> wouldn't be able to do that very well. What is he drafting behind people in the Hunger Games? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so, so if we if we turned on the TV tonight and they were like, all the F one drivers are now in the Hunger Games, and you saw you saw your opportunity to like start rooting against Lando, you'd be making signs and shit, and you'd be cheering when that cannon goes off and Lando's face comes up on that projector or whatever. Yes. On the dome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will say, okay, well, if we're not, we're not talking about sponsorship yet, but we, when we get there, I have some theories. Yeah. About that. All right. Uh, next question is uh, the career pack. So pick the, pick the four that you think would make up the career pack. And these are for context. If, if anyone doesn't know, 
details of the Hunger Games. This is the people that have essentially been trained and raised their entire lives to go out and win the Hunger Games. So they're like trained killers, fit, determined, and they kind of stick together pretty much until the entire thing is over and then kill each other and one of them wins. Okay. Oh. I think, well, okay, so there's a couple obvious picks, I think, for this. Uh, so four. We're looking for four names here. Okay, four names. Charles, obviously, is an obvious pick because he, you know, lit a lot of family lineage in... Wait, wait. Well, okay, hold on. I guess we're, I'm, I am kind of relating this to racing in a way, but okay. So we're talking about Charles has the family lineage. That's where he was brought into this um, in the first place. Um, uh, there's a couple other drivers that are like this, but I'm trying to think off the top. Um, well, I need to pull up a driver's list. Danny, you can... Uh... Yeah, I'm looking at a driver's list right now. Hmm. I think I think I would go with I think Max Verstappen would be one of the four. Yeah. I feel like he's been kind of like Oh yeah, and his dad. Sim- similar kind of thing. Yeah, 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 his dad, Joss Verstappen. Okay, definitely him. Um I would go Science also because uh, his dad yeah, yeah. is like a professional rally car driver, deck car driver. So we already got um, both Red Bull in the career pack. Science Oh, sorry. I thought you said Sergio. Yeah, sorry. No, no that's right. Uh, I would go Alonzo. I think he's been hmm. bred by fire. I think he's lost like three championships by less than 10 points or something. So I think he's been through some shit. Uh, pretty so some he's, serious he's, training. He's ready to kill. He's like... He's ready to kill. He's kind of old, but I feel like the group fine. would be... Yeah. He's been trained. He's just been trained longer. That's how I think yeah. of it. You know, like he might be old, but... Cam, do you agree uh, with that? Wiser. Point? No. I'm basing this mostly <laughs> off of lineage, so okay. I am gonna say. Oh, sorry, Danny. Wait, you Danny had one more. My uh, bad. I cut off Danny. Wait. Oh, you're fine. Oh, you had four. Oh, I guess Matt. you didn't say Charles. Matt. I said Charles. You, you said, said Charles. Charles. Okay, fine. Yeah. 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 You said Charles. <clears throat> all right, bitch. What do you got? All right. Um. All right. For my last one. Oh. I don't know. I feel like the last one just continued trend. I feel like it has to be Piastri because he's had, he's like the most hyped up, up and coming person. So if there, anyone was going to be trained to be like an elite killer or something, okay. it's going to be someone that has like the most hype built around them. And then they want to put them in the best position to succeed, I guess, which I guess would be murdering people in this situation. I think you have some good picks. I am going to include Charles, like I said, the royalty aspect. You know, he's been bred for this. Um, then I will say Piastri because he was brought up through the system to succeed, trained on every level in order to get to the top. And then I was going to say uh, Kevin Magnuson for a similar reason of lineage, family lineage in this field. Um, but also he has that Viking blood, you know, so it's a little bit of a twist. <laughs> He'll have a different fighting style from everyone else. And oh, then okay. also Max Verstappen. He is the prodigy child, obviously. And, you know, he was chosen for us as this group because also he's very cold cold-blooded you know he's ready to do what's necessary even oh, wait, if it's a teammate max 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 <clears throat> yeah all right so some overlap some differences yeah yeah that's good i, I like all I, right yeah that's good that's good all right cam now now this is the the question you wanted earlier okay. so who would be the capital favorite so this is a person that you know they go through the the entire 
PR thing. You know, they're doing the interviews and that they've they've had their profiles shown to everyone in the Capitol. Capitol is where all the sponsorships come from, right? That's where all the rich people are. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna be the ones sending you gifts, weapons, gear. Who's most likely to get the mo- the majority of that and be the favorite? Well, I think that- not necessarily the favorite to win, just the capital right. favorite. Right. Like who they want to succeed. So the think, people's choice almost. I guess the rich people's yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. I think the obvious capital favorite is Lance Stroll. <laughs> That's such a good pick. <laughs> That's actually such a good pick. Right? All, right, all right, so back, background on that. Why? <laughs> well, in this scenario, you could think of Lance his dad as being like some like member of like the hunger games board <laughs> holy shit this is such a good pick yeah, yeah. i already agree like, i'm not even gonna no, try to actually it's basically like his dad being like the director of the hunger games basically right yeah yes right or he's like the president of one of the districts and it's like he sponsors the entire event or whatever yeah exactly. he just goes in there because he wants to like have fun you know is that a real life situation too like yeah yeah, okay. so you know, Lance Lance Stroll, Lance Stroll, his dad has basically like bought every he team owns. that he's been a part of. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. He owns Aston Martin. And right that's now he owns he's... Aston ah, Martin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. yeah. So that's the capital favorite right there. Then. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his buddies. His buddies are gonna send Lance money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I was trying to find a way to bring Lance into this for that. That's perfect. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple more here. So who would who would most likely hide the entire time? So kind of like Rue, <laughs> like Cam was talking about, right? She's favored because she's tiny, could hide anywhere. Um, I guess Katniss kind of did the same thing in the movie for a little bit. But like, who, who are we looking at that's just going to be hiding in trees and bushes and just avoiding the fight for the most part? I think I know what Cam's going to say because he's a hater, but... Well, you say first then, okay? Let's well, see I don't know. I don't know if you can go with the person you said that would die first. Like, how would they be hiding yeah, the whole thing? Yeah, that's not what right? I was going to say. Definitely not. Oh. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't know. You can go. Okay. I have um, I have Botas as being the best hider because we've he's uh, very comfortable with getting down to the, the skivvies or whatever the people say, you know. Are you going to bring up that picture? <laughs> I'm just saying this man's butt he's naked He's just camouflaging a lot. with nature. He already likes doing that stuff. I'm just saying he, likes stuff, to, so. he gets butt naked very often in nature. So, uh... And you, you said he was most likely to win too, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Danny said something about Botas. Yeah. You said most likely to yeah. win? I think so, right? Okay, yeah. If I had to pick one, I think I said Yeah, win. I said Lewis. And you said, said Lewis. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I picked Botas for... I think I think the skill would serve him well. I think he'd do pretty good, but I, yeah. I'd pick him as the best hider, just for that reason. I think I'm gonna go with Sergeant, just because I think uh, it's more of like a an experience thing. Is the route I'm going? Is he's maybe not as prepared as everybody else, and maybe yeah. he was like the all volunteers tribute type of dude. He's one of those people. <laughs> he's the Pete. We love we love them. We love them. He's showing up not prepared, you know? And so everyone else, like uh, what we're saying, like Piastri and whoever are like trained killers and whatever. And he's just kind of showing up and like in F1, he doesn't have a ton of experience. People are kind of skeptical about his warrants for being in F1 in the first place. So I'm considering it to be like a similar thing for the Hunger Games. And then, uh, yeah, he'll probably get in there. 
probably not feel too confident, maybe uh, run away a little bit, hide <laughs> under a rock, you know, something like that. Hide under a rock. Turn it into fucking Patrick's. Yeah. <laughs> right. right I, so- I mean, I was thinking more, I was thinking more PETA, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does like paints himself or whatever. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Um, this next one kind of goes to something similar, but like, I guess to inexperience. So you both have brought that up. Um, who's most likely to eat the poison berries on accident? <laughs> and that's how they die. I, hmm. Okay. <laughs> Basically, this is just who's fucking clueless, inexperienced, <laughs> dumb, whatever take you really want to go on this. Well, in a sort of way, you could say he's dumb. I would say Okan would be the most likely <laughs> to eat the poison berries. <laughs> Based on the fact that he's dumb looking, mostly. <laughs> that he's Damn. dumb looking. Damn. Um, he does have a goofy grin. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's a he does the media interviews. It's like... He's got the the um, rat from Fantastic Mr. Fox build. That's all I'll say. <laughs> we don't like the French on this podcast. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, I think I'm going to go kind of building off of an earlier trend. I think I'm going to go Lance Stroll. Mm. I think I'm going to go the whole idea of he just kind of thrown in there. I think it's all a game, whatever. Uh, maybe isn't prepared, whatever, and like isn't as adequate as everybody else and kind of thinks like he can't get hurt and is invincible. He's like, Oh, this is very, let me just eat that. And then <laughs> that's how he dies. It's not even to anybody else. I think that would be, that would actually be super hilarious. That's not that was, if they made a movie of this, I think that'd be hilarious. I think we all know if, if, if hey. last year it would be uh, Latifi, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he would be, that would be he, that would be the first to die and to die of a berry. He'd just run straight to a bush and eat it and then die. Just to the poison <laughs> Runs away from the weapons, goes straight to the berries. Yeah, no, I, need food, I need food. I need food. I mean, hey, if anyone that's listening to this is from like an animation studio and wants to make this movie, like, <laughs> we got some script writers here. All right, I got two more. So. This next one's kind of interesting because you got to think about teammates. So let's just go with the context that, you know, everyone goes in with their teammate. Um, they're all friends. Forget the, you know, whatever between Red Bull drivers. Um, who would eat a poison berry on purpose to save the other person on their team? Oh, I like that question. I like this too. You're giving me a lot of good ideas for the next lawful action of black magic. I'll just say that right now. Um, <laughs> So, off the top, I think there's two. I, okay, there's a couple pairings I'm looking at. There's Max and Alonzo are I feel like are low. Are we talking existing teams like constructors teams like no, on no, the no. grid? Just like pairings? most like compatible right drivers, like they don't have to be on the yeah. same team. Yeah, like I mean, just who would? Oh, who just would, any two. Yeah, who would eat a berry to save another driver on the grid? Yeah. Like, oh, who, who I thought I thought you were talking like within yeah. Ferrari or within. No, 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 no. Gotcha. Okay. I'm saying because I think Max, I think uh, Alonso has like so much respect for Max as a driver, like they would, like he would be willing to like you know eat the poison berry to stop the game so that Max wouldn't die, you know. But okay. and the and the other one I was gonna say or look at is as similar how 
Alonzo is a Max guy. I think Lewis is kind of a Charles guy. So maybe maybe that. But I, I'm going to stick with uh, Max and Alonzo. Okay. Oh, I think um, I think I'd say that Alonzo would eat the berry for science. Whoa. Because that's – I know they have man. like a – yeah, like it's a countryman thing for sure. And I know science is like – vocalized that and Alonzo's responded to it and there's a lot of respect between both of them and it's probably more of like a Alonzo's had his time more like pass a torch to a fellow countrymen so so I guess, in, in terms of f1 but situations here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah right right but yeah I'd say that I think uh Charles and Pierre is also a low-key matchup because they're like best you think buds. so yeah they're like best buds I will say you did bring up Max. I don't think Max is eating a berry for anybody. I'll well, in my in my scenario, Max is already poisoned, and then the Alonzo eats the berry to stop it. You know, like wait, to stop what? he's already poisoned, then Alonzo eats the berry to make Max unpoisoned. <clears throat> well, wait, how it worked? Wasn't one of them was already poisoned, and then the well, other they, one... yeah, they were, yeah, they were. He was like one like, of them had to eat it. Yeah, right. Basically, to like so that they would die, so the games would stop, because then they would have to save. The other person so that they would win right because then there'd be no winner if they both died right yeah okay. yeah yeah so. all right and then the last question i think it's pretty simple but who would who's most likely to volunteer as tribute for their district <laughs> i guess you could go about this two routes like who would volunteer because they're a nice person or who would volunteer because they just want to go out there and fucking kill people mm. <laughs> there are both options Oh, they're boy. so determined to want to go out there and kill people and win the Hunger Games that they volunteer as tribute, or they're just a nice person. I think... I'm going to say George. What? I'm going to say George volunteers. Wait, which rationale? Just no he's, way. He's a nice person. Not because he's a psychopath. No. Yes, because he's a psychopath. No, definitely <laughs> not. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> George? No. I... So, all right. This This is stemming from his time at Williams where they had a really shitty car and Latifi was having a good race. I remember mm. specifically, this is when I started becoming a fan of George was for this specifically. Um, and he was still racing and he like came on the radio and said, you can ruin my race if you want. Just make sure that you do whatever's best for uh, Nick or Latifi or whatever said on the radio. Um, so based on that, it's kind of like a sacrifice my race, kind of sacrifice me. Like I'll yeah. do it instead kind of thing. That's Good where that man, comes George from. Russell. I, I don't know if there's any other like situations that that's like very specifically like almost straight applicable to this question. I don't know yeah. if any other driver yeah. has something that close to it that I could think of. I'd what say <clears throat> since Danny took wait oh Danny also says the niceness. George gives me psycho, the psycho energy, <laughs> <laughs> but I, if well, I, I mean, also you, to... go, you can go either you can go either rationale. Okay. If I also, I could, I mean, I could see him being an axe murderer. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> not in this case. It's it's the handsome Squidward face that he just has that like lends it to the <laughs> psycho energy, you know. Like he, he has like the Christian Bale, like you know, in American Psycho kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of look. Um, but I was gonna well, say he loves the business cards, right? When it comes to niceness, I think it's got to be uh, Alex Alex Alvin. He's a okay. yeah. a sweetheart, you know. So. I think he'd uh, he'd volunteer for for a friend for a little sister or whatever. I think he'd do it. All right. He's our Katniss. Well, that 
that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting segment to listen back to and, uh, <laughs> see how personalities change but that concludes our what if segment not sponsored by anyone yet Hopefully we'll get a sponsor eventually but shout out to lexi for the idea yeah that's, uh, that's great yeah i have a, i have another good one for our next episode i actually already have it but oh yeah i'm not gonna look, i'm not gonna give you guys time to think about it <laughs> i'm good answer that's good. That's good. I feel like I'm. I was getting the hang of hang of you know answering, what uh, and thinking thinking quick on the spot. Also, yeah. I I'm I am serious. I, I might have to make a lawful action of black magic off of that scenario because that's that's gold. That's gold. That, that's actually pretty good. That's yeah, gold. that'd be really funny. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Well, I think that's that's a great place to wrap things up. What um. Do we have anything we want to say before we uh, get out of here? Any, any last thoughts, Danny, Drew, anything you want to put on the record? Um, I think uh, the Red Bulls are going to win Baku by 45 seconds. <laughs> 45. That's, a, that's very specific. Are you going to put money on that? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the line? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a line for Baku. A, four, a 45 second win, I put it at minus 250 still. I think it's <laughs> basically guaranteed. No, that's that long straight is going to be uh, pretty beneficial mm. to the Red Bulls, I believe, as long as their cards don't blow up. All right, it's gonna be boring next couple couple of races. Yeah, fans. hey, we'll, we'll, we'll be back with the uh, F two podcast. Maybe, hopefully, uh, we'll talk, bring that up. But yeah, anyways, that's been the pod. Thanks for listening. You can uh, you know find us at Fake Friendos on uh, follow us on Twitter. You know, follow the podcast. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Patreon um, at Fake Friendos. Send this episode to uh, all your friends that don't like F1 but like the Hunger Games, and then they'll be interested. <laughs> also, I'm just kidding. We're not anywhere except here at Fake Friendos, so you can't find us at those places. <laughs> um, all right. That's been I was going to say, I was like, we have a Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> no, we're Kansas, uh... Kansas keeping all the money for himself. <laughs> <laughs> we're nowhere but right here. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's been it. Thanks for listening. Catch you guys later.